Welcome to the Married to Bravo podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jolene Lunzer-Hernandez. And I'm Chell Hernandez. And we host this Bravo podcast. If you guys have never listened before, Chell and I are married to each other. We're comedians. We live in Los Angeles, California. I love Bravo and Chell. Hates it. But unfortunately for Chell, when he married me, he also married Bravo. And if I could leave it on the side of the road, I would. <laughs> but unfortunately, <laughs> he can't without a lot of paperwork and through the court system. So we watch episodes of The Housewives and other popular Bravo television shows and recap them in a hilarious fashion, hoping that Chell will one day be a fan of Bravo and it'll make our marriage stronger. It won't. If you haven't already, please follow us on uh, social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at married to bravo That's Married number 2 Bravo. And you can see Jolene drop them hot memes every week and see what the Bravo community is talking about because we actually get people from shows to actually comment on your memes yay and if you haven't already please leave us a rate and review on itunes we really appreciate that it actually helps us get out to more bravo fans so they can listen to my hate watching yes and please subscribe to us dana tell us how you're doing oh i'm doing great it was a nice day today we had snow and sleet and in minnesota that's a nice day um we're just kind of quarantined to the house we haven't gone anywhere so i guess we're getting stuff done dad's even to the point of cleaning out drawers so that's scary oh my goodness cleaning out drawers nana what is the world coming to i i don't think i've seen him do that very often Mm -hmm. and i go now you're setting all this stuff out now you're putting it away right because that's what part of cleaning a drawers are so anyway Okay, let's give a quick um, shout out to everyone here in the chat. You guys, make sure you're commenting the whole time so I can read them and tell Nana. Nana, I'm going to tell you who's joining, and then afterwards you can say hi, okay? So we got, All right, that's great. Uh, Morgan in the chat, Exodus, Nancy, Denise, uh, Terry, GSF, uh, Saham, Faith, uh, Mary Kid, Janet Long, Lady Di, Bonnie. Oh, so many wonderful people joining. Thank you guys for joining us. Welcome to the Married to Bravo podcast, you guys, on a Friday night. I am one of your hosts, Jillian Lenza Hernandez, and I'm here with my co-host, my wonderful mom, Nana. What's up, Nana? Hi, guys. Thanks for joining us. Um, Just wasn't sure I was going to do this tonight, and I got my you know, wires crossed all the time, you know, so much to do, you know, I'm bored silly. And um, I was just excited. I called Jolene and I go, well, are we going to do it? Well, yeah, you never got back to me. And I said, Oh, God, I put on makeup and everything. Are you sure? She goes, Yeah, we'll do it. Okay. So then I had to hop up and put some little I put some curls in my hair. Good thing I showered today. Because I mean, it's been a struggle for me to shower. Nana, how about you? Well, that's just the way it is. I got some new shampoo from Mary. She left it on my porch. Mm-hmm. She she does my hair. She's a really good friend of mine. And she left it on the porch, and then I left her a check. So that's the way people are communicating now. So I was really excited to get my shampoo back. But, boy, oh, look at this hair, did you how long purple, it is. Uh, the purple shampoo? I did. All right. I did. I did. That is what's going on, you know, with the coronavirus now. It's like no one's getting their hair done. Um, obviously, no. salons and stuff aren't an essential business. Um, but Mary, like you said, who we love is our hairdresser in Minnesota, and I wish I could take her to California with me because she's wonderful, and so she's making home deliveries now, which is awesome because at least, you know, you don't have to come in contact with each other, but she can put the product out, you can leave the money out, and that is how we get our hair products now because hair is a struggling. 
This hair is a struggling. Okay. Mine is a struggling too, Nana. It's just gray city. I mean, it's a silver. I'm a silver fox on top now. I am just silver. I'm just sprinkling. You got that gray. Oh, honey, you got that much gray? Yes, tons. Oh, usually you follow suit with what I did, and I didn't get much gray. Of course, I colored all the time. How the hell would I know? Okay, yeah. anyway. Anyway. But I didn't I didn't get the gray early. I so. did. I got it at 23. Thank you, genetics, but not Nana, because Nana didn't get it. All right, so tonight we are going to be talking uh, Vanderpump Rules because the Real Housewives of Atlanta – uh, isn't airing again until the 5th, so this Sunday. Right. So there was no episode of Atlanta this week. I missed Atlanta, uh, but we'll have that much more time to talk about Vanderpump Rules. Now, we did a little check-in with Nana, and uh, Nana, uh, we're going to do more check-ins. You guys, if you want to support the channel, I see Janet already gave us a $2 super chat. Oh, thanks, Janet. Thank you so much. Um, you guys, feel free to do a super chat. We'll call it out. It'll pop up on the screen. It's super fun. Also, I do have a page. Patreon, um, and if you want to be a part of it, I'm going to be updating the tiers and all that fun stuff and get Nana on board. And we also had the premiere of The Real Housewives of New York last night, Nana. Chell watched it with me. He's actually going to cover it this season so that you can cover Beverly Hills. Oh, that's wonderful. Thanks, Chell, because I just love my Beverly Hills girls. And Beverly Hills starts the 15th, Nana, of uh, April. Are you excited? Oh, yeah. Okay, when is that? April 15th, mm -hmm. the day that taxes used to be due? Okay, yep, and now no. they're giving us a 90-day kind of grace period. Yes, a 90-day grace. So, well, actually, I think we have until July, but we don't know. I don't know. I'm not, like, 100% sure, but I think they moved tax day till July, didn't they? Yeah, that'd be 90, 90 days. Okay. <laughs> Math is hard. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Nana, for uh, clearing. You're like, um... Jolene, uh, we should have yeah. put you in some special math because you should know how to do that addition. But the Beverly Hills trailer looks very interesting. Have you seen it? No. Okay, so they have a lot of Denise Richards running away saying she doesn't want to talk about it. And what do you even know any of the gossip? Have I shared this with you about what's going on in this upcoming season of Beverly Hills? No, you haven't. Um, is, I just need one question answered right away is kim back no unfortunately she's not oh. kim is not back they added two new housewives one is an actress and the other one i forgot who she is but one uh you'll recognize her when you see her she's beautiful they finally added a woman of color to beverly hills garcelle so i'm excited Yay. for her. another actress i think it's that's a really good route to go for beverly hills because i mean years ago they had speculated heather locklear which i know you would have loved but she's been struggling you know with a little bit of substance issues so i think maybe that's why it didn't work out but i really think these beverly hills women uh a lot of them should be from actors should be you know from the acting world or modeling or whatever because that's what half of the people out there are in that area well right most definitely mm -hmm. thank you exodus shout out to exodus for the five dollar super chat here on oh exodus says hey baby love i appreciate the laughs on the baby girl lisa video hospital work is hard and it helped nana you don't know what that is but i started to watch 90 day fiance uh not the 90 days before have you ever watched 90 day fiance on tlc I have not. Nana, you would crack up. This So they have 90 Day Fiance started years and years ago. Then they branched off with all these 90 days before, 90 days during, 90 days I had a baby, 90 days I'm lying. Like it's all these shows. 
Oh my and God. Okay. It's basically people falling in love with people outside of the country and then them trying to get them in the country. And But it's this oh. season of 90 Days Before, Nana, is a hot freaking mess. There's this woman. I have to tell Nana this real quick, you guys. We're going off a little bit on a Bravo tangent, but we will get to Vanderpump, I promise. And I think a lot of people who watch Bravo watch 90 Day Fiance. And if you don't, you should because it's amazing. There is a woman, Nana. Listen to this. I want to get your reaction. There is okay. a woman who is from Pennsylvania. Now, this is a hard-living Pennsylvania-looking woman. You know what I'm talking about? Like, face like she was born in a bar. Like, just me and Nana, we like that saying. We have it in the Midwest. Face like she was born in the bar. Like, she never gave up the party. She's only 52, but it's a hard 52. It's a hard okay. 52. Now, you see, I'm painting the picture. The bleach blonde, the, you know, silvers. I mean, very similar to my hair, <laughs> only she has a curly perm. Um, very, uh, very not, doesn't look to be the healthiest. Definite smoker's voice. Like, ah, my name is Lisa. You know, she's got this deep Paul Mall voice, you know, like a marb red. Like, she's just sucking on a marb red since she was right out of the uterus. Just really... <laughs> Like, she's never given it up, okay? So she's just like this. She fell in love with a 30-year-old Nigerian rapper who calls himself Soulja, Soulja Boy. And she thinks this guy is really in love with her. And not only does she think he's in love with her, she heads Aww. off to Nigeria. But don't feel bad for her, Nana, because she's a biznatchy. Because this, um, you know, Soja Boy, yeah, it's this show happens to be like a very transactional show. Like it tends to be older people with money or uh, she doesn't have money. Okay. Or um, citizenship for someone younger from another country who wants the money or the citizenship or both. But she goes to Nigeria and he actually seems like not too bad of a person. His edit isn't that bad. Um, I mean, you know, oh. he wants her for, because he wants to probably move to the U S but, uh, she is treating him like she's the boss. Like she's treating him like it's one of her kids. She speaks down to him and his friends. She's trying to ruin his rap career. They call each other baby love. He's got his Nigerian accent, which is wonderful. And then he calls her baby girl Lisa. And he wrote her the song. And it, it's just oh. like, I'll be there for you, baby girl Lisa. It's quite the song. And um, he did a video for it where he had this beautiful Nigerian woman in the video. Because, you know, a music video has an actress or, you know, some kind of um, person the singer is singing to. Well, baby girl Lisa was like, hell to the na-na-na. And she put a stop to it and made the director cut out the beautiful Nigerian woman and thought I should be in it. Cause it's about me. Now this is a hard looking 52 year old woman from Pennsylvania. Who's been sucking on Marb Reds. No, not, girl. not, not pretty. <laughs> so everyone, this guy introduces her to, she's, she's calling him an idiot. Like, these are directors. These are oh. in Nigeria in the music business, but she comes in with this sense of just like entitlement and also this sense of like she's better than them because they're Nigerian. She's not oh. accepting of the culture. She's just a dick. And she's rude, but it's hilarious um, how she's just so not self-aware. I got Well, is this you. is this um going to be on it did it just start? Did it just Yes. Or is so this on? Okay. In, we're only like five or six episodes in. I think six episodes in now. And the seventh is Sunday. Um, and as Night of Light is saying, orange fingertips to like literally roll, rolls her own. I don't know, filter. She's not oh. filter. Like, 
And she's just, she's got that face where she's just like mad. And if he's like a minute late, she's like, where are you at? And she's jealous of all his female fans. Like, that's my man. And it's like, Lisa, Lisa, you should feel lucky, Lisa. Okay. Oh, that's so bad. So I've been doing videos I, about it, you guys. So um, that's what um, Exus was referencing. I've been doing impressions. I love it. A baby girl, Lisa. And uh, it's it's really fun. So I'll be covering more of the episodes. If you guys are into that, make sure you sub and like this video now if you can. So Nana, I'm, I might have to make you watch some and join me because I need you. I need I need your perspective. 90, 90 day fiance, huh? Mm-hmm. And the new what? episodes are Sundays and it's, I believe they're Sunday on TLC okay. and it's 90 days before is the one you're looking for. 90 day fiance, the 90 days before. Because like I said, there's lots of spinoffs of it. Oh, okay. It's called 90 Days Before. Mm-hmm. And there's quite okay. a few. Um, oh, I, okay. I have to tell you this one part that Exit just reminded me. But there's quite a few couples on it. But Baby Girl Lisa and uh, Baby Love Soldier Boy are my favorite. Um, and Mom, she had to introduce him. She said she introduced him to oral sex because they've done it now because she, she met him, you know, like finally, like I said, went to Nigeria. And also they raw dog. Do you know what a raw dog is, Nana? Um, is that got to do with the Housewives of Atlanta? No, why would that have to do hot, with the Housewives? Well, hot, hot dog Dennis. <laughs> no. Is that got to, oh, okay. Do you, if, Never mind. if you're talking sex and someone said, oh, we raw dogged, what do you think that means? Um, maybe like on the carpet, like carpet burns? No. <laughs> no, it's like sex without a condom. So she was trying to say... I have, he's never had sex without a condom. Mm, Okay. Okay. So she wanted to privilege him with her, uh, you know, 52 year old (laughs) cervix. (laughs) It it sounds horrible. I can't wait to watch. Oh my God. There's an earthquake right now. There's an earthquake. What? Whoa. What? It's huge. Do you guys see that? It's still happening. Unless it crashed into the house. Oh my God. What happened? There's a huge earthquake. We just had a big earthquake. That was huge. Did you guys see that? No, I can't see yeah, you. Yeah, child, did you see that? That was a big earthquake, right? Yeah, that was an earthquake. That was huge. Yeah. Like everything was shaking. You can't see me now. That was crazy. Yeah, that was I didn't think they had earthquakes in Palm Springs. Oh my God. That's God's way of saying quit talking to your mom about raw dogging, I think. <laughs> Well, now I know what it is. Raw jogging means not using a condom. But let's yeah. go back to you just had an earthquake. We did. Excuse Everything, me? This is, that's the biggest earthquake I've ever felt in the history of me living in California for over six years. And we're in Palm Springs. Really? Yeah. Even when, remember that one time I there, you were playing a joke on me at night? Yeah, there was one time I woke Chell up when we first moved there. But normally you can't really feel it. You get so used to them. But this was a big one. Yes. Shady Booty saying that was big. You guys saw it. Everything was shaking. And all, I felt like someone crashed into the house. Oh, I'm getting scared. What now? Plate shifted. Yeah, that was my chair was shaking. Uh, the desk moved. That was insane, you guys. You, I'm sorry. This is like my live reaction to this uh because normally i don't we're so far out in the desert and i'm not you know miss earthquake genius but i didn't think that you have them that bad out here oh but god you just oh don't worry nana we're okay nothing fell i'm just I'm looking outside right now you can um i wish you could see um but everyone look i mean there's houses out there there's palm trees nothing that i saw fell i'm gonna look up um 
Palm Springs <laughs> earthquake. I'm having chest pain, no, so maybe worry. you want to call somebody. No, no, we're fine. We're <laughs> fine. We love you. It felt like Shady. Um, Shady's asking what it felt like. It felt like someone picked up the house and was shaking us. Like that's what it literally felt like. I someone was just pushing back and forth on the house. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> we just had well, a huge. Okay, so uh, let's see what they're saying. So earthquake what's the date today nana this today is, is april 3rd <laughs> this is gonna be a fun podcast episode you guys we just had a big uh earthquake and but <sighs> nana don't worry i'm fine i know you're worried Everything's i am good. i'm starting to get those chest okay. pains okay let's take a sip of our water you got some water i got some water i got diet pepsi okay nancy says she's got a quake app and nothing is showing yet so maybe it just has it normally um let me know when it shows, um, uh, Shady saying, don't let Nana see the Japan footage of the 9.0s. Oh, yeah, that would be scary. Uh, so oh, Linda just God. said her brother Tim, Linda Burks online said her brother Tim felt it too. It was, my curls were shaking, Bonnie was saying. Yeah, it was shaking me. I want to like stop the video and go back and watch it. It'll be interesting to watch it. But I almost, oh my God. I've been in California so long, I almost didn't notice it at first because, like I said, the only other one I remember, I can, there are times where I felt like, oh, the ground was oh. moving. Um, but the only other time was when the bed was moving. And that was early when we moved to California. And I woke Chell up and I go, the bed's moving. And we weren't doing it. Oh, oh, all right. I was just like, eh, doing too much that. information. No, we weren't doing it. And <laughs> so this one felt literally like someone, you know, when someone grabs your shoulders and goes like this to you, kind of shakes you. That's what it felt like. Oh my God, I just can't believe what just happened. And all the shutters were shaking because I'm by these shutters. Again, Palm Springs, I wasn't expecting that. But don't worry, Nana. Everyone in the uh, in the chat saying, love you, Nana. But Bonnie, that's so funny. She said my curls were shaking. So that's what you get when you do a live podcast with your Oh my ACA. God. She's in Minnesota having ice storms. I'm in California having earthquakes. It's a pandemic. It's just, it's craziness. I cried today it is craziness. And watching a uh, top 10 breakdown of Sex in the City episode. So that's where I'm at, at the pandemic. They showed the episode where Miranda's mom passed away and her friends were there for her. And I just oh, my eyes out. So that one, that one is, that one does get to me too. Oh, but yeah. Linda's brother, Tim, is very close to where you are. Yeah, very close. So, so he heard it too, or yeah. felt it too. Oh my God. I know. It's so crazy. So, well, you know, like I said, uh, maybe that's the Lord's way of saying, um, okay, so Lady Di is saying it's a, a 5.1. No way. That what? Was, that, that seems huge. They're reporting some in Puerto Rico, but not in California yet. Oh, my um, God. I'm just like, oh. So don't worry, Nana. Don't okay. Worry. I don't want to worry right. you. I don't want to worry. Yeah, I know. I just, oh, my God. I'm glad I can't see you right now. I know. I'm, I'm telling you. I just, oh, my God. I know. I love okay. you. Don't worry. I love you. Everything's going to be okay. I promise. All right. Um, I'm trying to Google it, too, and see it. So, yeah. So we're back to raw dogs, Nana. I don't know if anything can top that earthquake, but maybe a 52-year-old woman from Pennsylvania who chain smokes Marbreds thinking a 30-year-old Nigerian rapper is really in love with her and that he should be the lucky one. And that he's never raw dog before. So I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. I, Honey, I wouldn't start with her. Okay. okay. So Ivy Lynn is saying it's a four. Okay. So a magnitude, a 4.6 hit, um, 11 miles from Anza, California at 653. So it's 659 right now. So 4.6 is 
that's nothing to that's a feelable earthquake that's not these crazy ones that people get so we're very oh my god lucky but definitely thank you guys for the i love everyone who joins in because you guys are so on top of it too um and you guys in the chat mom they're all saying what, what they found and stuff and welcome to california yeah so it i don't think i don't oh. even know where let's see how far um anza to palm desert which is technically i think where I am. I, oh, I just spelt palm dessert, which also shows you how my quarantine is going. Lots of desserts, lots of desserts. Oh my God. I said, I need some chocolate. We have nothing in the house. So, so the, the, Linda Burke says, Tim, her brother said it's the biggest one he's felt in 10 years. That was a really big one. I'm glad it happened now though. It's a lot oh. better during the day, Nana, than when you get an overnight earthquake, they're scary. So it happened about 31 miles from where I'm at right now. So yeah, this is a a middle of the desert. Well, not a middle. Of, yeah, well, I am. So okay. Yeah, so Anza is where they're saying, um, and that is about thirty-one miles from me. So that's really really close. Uh, but we're good. We're all good. And and uh. I know, like imagine like Shady saying a nine because that's a four point six, you know, five, and you got nines in in Japan. So the poor people of Japan who have to, I mean, the the wreckage. Ugh, no. All right. Hope everyone's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm kind of sick to my stomach after okay, that one. It's okay, I just, Nana. It's okay. All right. It's California. Okay. It's just kind of like when you have, torna- unfortunately, tornadoes in the Midwest, ice storms. You know, we all have something no matter where we live. Hurricanes. You just, you don't know. This was a, a mild one. It just was one that I could feel. And it could be because I'm on the first floor. I don't know. I don't so now, yeah, so now Night of Lights, like, aftershocks. Don't tell her about aftershocks, Night. Okay. I was just I was just starting to think about that. No, don't worry. Oh, okay. Oh, but God. You know, after in a safe maybe, space. Oh, okay. Because it's just, you know, all this happening at once, you just got to wonder, know. you know. I don't want to be one of those, like, it's the end of the world kind of thing. No. It's but not. if it is, I might be doing that broad dog thing with that. <laughs> Mom, I'm pretty sure you've been raw dogging since day one. Like, don't tell me you you people didn't use condoms in the 70s. No. no. Well, no, no I mean, by lie. that time. No, by that time, <laughs> then the pill came in, you yeah. know, and that's what that was about. Yeah, and it wasn't as big. You guys weren't too big on the STDs. Well, what wasn't what wasn't too big? What now? Like the education of STD. Oh yes, yes, it was. Yeah, no, you were just like I just don't want crabs. You didn't know about all the other stuff that could happen. Yeah, there was nothing else. That was it. You know, it was that and and um, what was the other one? Well, hmm. you could get chlamydia, gonorrhea, herpes, crabs. Um, I feel like going to school at the time I went to school. Um, and maybe it, when I was a little older, they talked a lot about STDs and which then turned into STIs. And then, why, why did, why did it turn into STIs? I don't know. Sexually transmitted diseases turned from sexually transmitted infection. I don't know what the, uh, the eyes for, honestly, infections, right? Yes. I don't know. I'm pretending I'm, <laughs> I don't Well, listen, Dr. Lunzer. Um, <laughs> I've all of a sudden become an STI and an earthquake expert. In the pandemic, in my free time, I am learning about gonorrhea and aftershocks, which you can get gonorrhea from an aftershock. <laughs> Does anybody know, was it Al Capone that died of gonorrhea? What? Now Al I got to Google this because this is interesting. Al yeah, Capone. Al Capone. I think he died of gonorrhea because you what? can die of it if it's not treated. 
Uh, or was it syphilis? But wasn't Al Capone in prison when he died or no? Um, did Al Capone die of gonorrhea? He was in the U.S. penitentiary in uh, May 1932, age 33. Upon his arrival in Atlanta, the 250-pound Capone was officially diagnosed with syphilis and gonorrhea. He was oh, also he got, suffering with, with he from, got the two withdrawal symptoms from cocaine addiction, the use of which oh. had uh, perforated his nasal septum. Oh, you don't want to perforate your nasal septum. Oh, honey, he had the trifecta. Dude, we are so far into this podcast. We haven't talked one thing about and I love syphilis, it. Syphilis, gonorrhea, syphilis, <laughs> and cocaine. Boy, he's got the trifectas right. He does. And you okay. guys in the chat are so smart. Right away, Shonda was like, yes, he did. Yes, he did. Shonda was like, I got that fact. Yep. Thank you. Thank um, you. You know, these are things that just come to me, and I don't know why. Dad and I were watching one of those shows about the mob. Oh, those are fun to and, watch, yeah. And, and Gotti. Oh, John Gotti. Oh, my gosh. Anyway. Yeah. Well, we had Victoria Gotti was on a season of The Real Housewives of New Jersey. She uh, did a quick little, can't, like, well, she was like a friend of the show to Teresa. Oh, okay. On a very odd season where they had these crazy twins and this other Amber woman and her husband who was a weirdo. Speaking of which, unfortunately, you guys, Teresa Judice, her, her dad passed away today. They reported oh. that on Bravo No-No because she lost her mom. Uh, right after she got out of prison, I believe. And then her dad, who was a big uh, uh, fixture on the show and seemed like a great guy and really stepped up and uh, moved in with Teresa. She cared for him when her mother died. He cared for her when her husband was away. So uh, prayers oh, to that's, that family, yeah. Joey Gorga and all that stuff. So um, That's very sad. Oh, yes. how sweet. People are checking in with me on um, uh, social media to see if I'm okay. So that was a big one. Just checking in. So we're oh, okay, guys. We're okay. Isn't, isn't that nice? That oh my is God. Nice. You guys are the best. Okay. Nana breathe. Let's do a quick, remember what I taught you? Can you show everyone I taught you when you were here? Remember you put your arms together. In the oh yeah. I pose. forget like this. Yep. Then you just like, Oh yeah. Yep. She's doing it backwards, but pretty good. Yep. <laughs> oh, I did it backwards. How, how did I do it? Was I supposed to start up here? There was a, just an aftershock. Sorry. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm not I know I can't, I can't say the F word and I won't, but honest, I, I mean, really? I know. It's okay. We're okay. We're doing good. We're doing good. We're namaste. Namaste inside today. Namaste. 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 Go outside, maybe. I think you might be well, what outside. Is, what is this? So, now, which one did we do? So you kind of raise your arms and breathe. Like inhale. Raise your arms high above your head, but you don't have to make it in the prayer pose yet. And then you come down into the prayer pose and blow out. And then you kind of like lean forward we, and you're grateful and all that. Shit. Honey, <laughs> we did, we, honey, we did that in, for, at the casino, you kept having me do we that. Did. did I look, did I look like I was passing out? Well, yeah. Only when I. Only when I play Deuces Wild. Well, sometimes at the casino, Nana gets a little negative towards the machine. I go, we got to be nice to the machine. I'm a little superstitious about that. Where I'm like, oh, oh yeah. Also, if you're going to play the game, I want them to have fun. If we're getting mad at the machine, then, well, let's go home. <laughs> I don't like that. We're not going home. <laughs> All right. Let's get into this episode of Vanderpump Rules now that we've talked about Raw Dog. So we're, you got to watch 90 Day Fiance. We'll get your reaction to an episode of that. If you can catch it during uh, the... Quarantine oh. great, and we can talk about it. Um, prayers go can out. Can I mention? Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. Go oh, ahead. Sorry. Prayers go out to Teresa Judice and her family and Joe, uh, Joey Gorga and all of them. 
And um, yeah. Okay, Nan, you want to mention your crown? I do. Do you remember when we were talking about this about Atlanta? Yes. When they, they threw this. Uh-huh. Yeah, and they threw it in the pool, and I wanted one, and you said it didn't interest you. But anyway, um, <laughs> I remember everything, sort of. And see, so I made one that looks just like what they were doing. You know, this is that Greek stuff that they were doing in Greece. The Greek stuff. Okay, you're acting like it, it was a, a food or so. You know, that like a Greek salad. It was like a falafel. <laughs> Right now, everything is food, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, I am not going to die. Um, no, I am not. If we're going to go down in this pandemic, I am not dying thin. So anyway. <laughs> Way to go, Nana. All right. <clears throat> Finally, we're going to get into this. All right. Uh, season 8, episode okay. 13, Prank Wars, Vanderpump Rules. Let's talk about it. The quick description on the website says, Brett insults Sheena while interviewing her for his YouTube channel, while Katie hosts a girls' night complete with wine, cheese, and a guest list that doesn't include Kristen. Raquel stands up for her boyfriend, James, when Lala questions his sobriety, and Lisa travels home to England to attend her mother's funeral. Finally, Tom Sandoval and Max toilet paper Jackson's house in honor of his 40th birthday, but their actions spark the beginning of an epic prank battle that threatens to derail Schwartz and Katie's relationship. Nana, first thoughts on this episode. Give it to me. What a holy mess. (laughs) 40 years old and you're toilet papering someone's house. We did that when we were 14. Okay. And... And I know this has been shot before the pandemic, before all yes. this, but they wouldn't be they wouldn't be wasting toilet paper now because we still haven't been able to find it. Right. That pissed so, me off when I saw them toilet paper now. This was a bad time for the episode to air, and I was like, give me that damn toilet paper. I am pissed. My I butt know. hurts from Chipotle napkins, but I do have some toilet paper now, so thankfully. But yeah, that Chipotle napkins, that'll make your butt bleed. You don't want to mess around with them. Dairy Queen has some really nice soft ones. They do. So if you're doing if you're doing a drive through the Dairy Queen, they got some. Ask for extra napkins and then just wink at them. They're fine. They're happy. They're happy to give you. Are they open right it's now wonderful. for drive through Dairy Queen? Uh they still are. Just the drive through. Mm-hmm. The one on thirty six is very good. Oh, and they got soft napkins. You heard it here first, Minnesota. If you're looking for something to wipe your bum with, if everyone's still hoarding toilet paper, because what I learned about the toilet paper game, man, you got to go early. That's what people tell me. But, you know, mm-hmm. once you're retired and you're looking at the clock going, huh, it's 8 a.m. and I slept in and I miss Leave it to Beaver. These are the thoughts. And you're also like, I'm retired. These are my Who thoughts. do I got to wipe my butt for? Do you know what I mean? Who do I got to? <laughs> <laughs> So you thought the um, the TPing of Jax's house was stupid. I agree with you. Oh, horrible. And, you know, and isn't it funny that Schwartz didn't want to do it? Schwartz? Is he? Yeah. He's getting smarter. He's getting smarter, except for later in the episode. Yeah. But, but the idea of him not pranking mm-hmm. Jax, which I think is just stupid. Jax it's just has a stupid no sense thing. of humor. So about when it comes to Jax, anyone doing anything to him, he has no sense of humor about it, clearly. You're just getting back on good terms with him. I really feel like Sandoval's going too far out of his way to kiss Jax's ass, like with the birthday present, and then the producer asks, well, what did Jax get you? And he goes, well, I don't think he got me anything. And then with the prank war thing, with which we can get into a little bit more later, he's like, that was the best prank ever. They got me so good. Like, he's just trying way too hard to be Jax's friend, and it's not a good look. And it's not worth it. You're better than that, Sandoval. You're mm-hmm. better than that. 
Jax is looking like a complete ass, which he is. Mm -hmm. Uh, Brittany, when does she quit smiling going, I'm married, I'm married. Who cares? (laughs) Who cares? You know what's going to be even worse is when she gets knocked up. That's going to be horrible. It's the same thing. She's the only one that ever got married, and she's the only one that's ever had a baby. Everyone knows one of those people where you're like, you know, for some reason, you know, somehow for millions of years or whatever, people have been, you know... Uh, maybe not millions, but for many, many years, people have been getting married and having babies. Um, so they figured it out. We didn't have to make such a big to-do about it. But for, when you have it, you're the only one that's ever done it. Now, I was a little like that when I was first pregnant with you, though. I mean, I felt like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I had that kind of thing going. Like it was and and, and I, yeah, like this is it. This is, you know, nobody's had a pregnancy like this one. <laughs> But, you, you know, was so super. You're like, oh man, you have no idea. My cervix is so strong. It's amazing. Okay. My lining is just thinning. Like I am ready to push this baby out. Is that where you bragging to your friends? No. Cause I had cesarean. You were C-section. So you didn't so. know it was going to happen. I'm saying before. No, but I just, the idea of having a baby and I thought, oh, you know, and you know me. Um, I read Archie comic books and Nancy Drew, so I wasn't big into reading, and I should have been. Mm-hmm. But I bought the books, Jane Fonda's workout, you know, stay in shape during your pregnancy. And, oh, my God, that thing has dust on it. You still have but, it? But, yeah, I, I, I wonder if I didn't I sell that in a garage sale. I should have had that one, mm-hmm. saved that one. Yeah. Jane Fonda, she still looks good. Anyway. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. So does Lily Tomlin. They look awesome. They look wonderful. They're beautiful. And they're icons. Okay. So um, now what did you think of Jax's birthday? Him having a themed 80s party, even though he rips on everyone's themed party. What's this about? I just thought he he looked like an idiot <laughs> having this party. He just did. I mean, there is no storyline with him anymore. He got married and died. The end. You know? <laughs> Really? You said he got married and he died the end? Yeah, that's it. That's all you get, Jax. Nana is you know? on one tonight. Make sure you hit that well, like button like Fonda's saying, you guys. <laughs> well, nobody wants to see little Jax. No. You know? No. Oh, my gosh. Little sociopath. And I hate to, you know, talk about the unborn um, and the unmade yet, but I just hope they get more qualities, baby. From Brittany's dad, he seems to be the most sane in that family. He does. He, do, you know, because he looked unhappy during that wedding, and mom didn't look none too happy either. Yeah, her mother. Her mother. I think her mom's a little loop de doo. She's a little bit of a loop de doo. I think. Um, yeah, she's a little loop de doo because you didn't see this, Nana, because you're not on the social medias. But Jack, since marrying Brittany, he now has become apparently some kind of born again. Mister, um, you know, cheats on everyone, does all the drugs, you know, doesn't follow any kind of uh, Christian values. Now is telling people that he thinks this pandemic is. Uh, the Lord telling us we got to get our shit together. It's like, Jax, you know what? Take several seats. Oh. Nobody to be preaching any kind of anything. And also there, this is a real thing where people are dying and you don't know what you're talking about. So that's right. That's right. This is a real thing. This yeah. isn't anything like to joke about. You still have to laugh in life, but this, this has hit but so many you, people sir, are not the judge and jury. You are a no. up loser. I do not care. Like this, ugh. This is no. not a podcast where we're trying to be friends with some of these idiots. Like this is oh, us not, telling oh, the truth. Oh, not Jax. And, and, you know, in Schwartz, um, 
I, I like him a little bit more. You do? Tell me more because, about this. Well, well, because he didn't toilet paper the house. I mean, he didn't want to do shots in the morning. All of a sudden, Sandoval's going off on the other side. You're kind of going, huh. You know, usually that would have been Schwartz saying, let's do shots. You know, we got to work today. Who cares, you know? Yeah. But he seems to be the level head, Schwartz. Well, until later in the episode. But, but um, Sandoval... Think- do you think, though, yeah. since we already started talking about that, do you think, though, like, I don't like how Schwartz was talking to Katie? I don't. Do I think Katie is a bummer and a bully? Yeah. Do I think their marriage is sad and pathetic? Yes. Do I think he should be saying those things? No. But do you think maybe he's come to this point where he's just so freaking sick of this chick that he just can't hold it in. And also they're always under the influence when they get in these crazy fights. And she said horrible things about him. Yeah. It's like, if you're supposed to be in love with one another, you're supposed to support one another, not tear each other down. Every time you have a couple sips of alcohol. Ouch. Yep. Nana, you heard it here first. You guys really, nobody should be, if you're in love, should be talking to each other that way. It's horrible the way they talk to each other. And it was horrible how Katie was like, it's okay if you feel that way. And if you notice, I went back and I kept replaying the scene because I was like, oh, it's so cringy. And then when he was it, like, that's why is. I don't have sex with you. You're going to go another two months. They're clearly miserable. Katie is clearly projecting her misery onto everyone, including her friendship with Kristen and all the fights she's gotten through, gotten in uh, over the years. And when, you, when I watched it back, I saw... Sandoval was being a good friend and being like Schwartz, like seriously, lock it up. You do not want to talk to your wife like this. But then every time you'd see them, they were either embracing or Schwartz was like running his fingers through Sandoval's hair. It just makes me really think that the true soulmates on this show are Schwartz and Sandoval. They really are. They're the one. I do think Ariana and Sandoval have um, their moments where it's really good. But Schwartz and Sandoval are really the two that are soulmates. Yeah, you're right. You're right. They get each other, even though Sandoval can be a dick, you know. And he showed it this time, yep. Yeah, or what you're talking about, I just, no, I don't. I'm talking about Sandoval. I just think he he was acting like a dick and trying to get um, Schwartz to go toilet paper this house, which was just ridiculous. And he wasn't much of an actor going, oh, ours got toilet paper too. Oh, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> you didn't anyway. like the prank course. So what did you think then of, we'll skip a little ahead since we already did, um, of, um, the prank that came back at Sandoval that Mr. Randall and Miss Lala helped out with the cop prank. What's your opinion on that? On the cop prank? Yeah. I'm just going to fix my light real quick while you talk about that. Okay. Well, that was pretty darn good. I mean, I... I knew it was a prank, and they, the cops, I was scared for them. Yeah. I mean, I knew it was a, a prank. I knew it was, but. Well, it's serious business I, when someone gets thrown in the back seats of a cop Absolutely. Car. Absolutely. Wasn't his first time in the back seat of a cop car because he knew to duck his head. So anyway. <laughs> or he just grew up watching a lot of cops uh, episodes like I did. So um, I, you know, I can see. 
Of course, I expected Ariana to react that way to the prank because I think Ariana's always, she's much more socially conscious than anyone on this damn show. Um, she thinks of other people. She's very empathetic. She's, when everyone else is kind of going off the rails and being very narcissistic or not thinking of the world, Ariana seems to have, you know, a better gauge of that. Uh, and yeah. also, I mean, it is something to point out that all these white kids can do a prank where it's hilarious that they are put in the back of a car, but they don't think that their money, their privilege, their um, skin tone allows them to have that prank. Um, was it the best time to bring it up when they're all wasted and laughing about it? Probably not. No, no. Because it's not going to have a no. good outcome and I think Schwartz was just kind of like no matter what he's just like Katie is a Debbie Downer but it's Schwartz's fault because he allows this kind of behavior to continue with Katie rather than giving like even counseling or an ultimatum and being like we gotta fix this you're so negative and I'm speaking poorly to you you're speaking poorly to me we have to learn how to communicate and treat each other better uh, he just lets her, it's weird because he lets her get away. I don't want to say get away with, but he lets her, you know, say these things and act this way without confronting her so much. So then when he does confront her, it's a little strange. And I feel like he's one of those, he holds it all in and then rages out on her. Rages out on her only when he's got, um, alcohol mm -hmm. in his system and a lot and a lot of it. Um, Katie is, she's not doing anything for herself. No. She's, you know, you don't sit at home and knit just because you just got married. You know, go find something that interests you. Damn. Go find, and granted, she doesn't need to work for a living maybe now. But she used to be but into go, makeup, beauty, accessories. Like, she could easily do this stuff. Katie's not happy. Anyone that says Katie's happy is lying, and her friends that are pretending she's happy are lying. She's miserable. Misery loves company. Hurt people hurt people. She is out to get Kristen, and not uh, Kristen's no... Um, innocence in this no but no. the fact that she's katie's well into her 30s and she's doing this thing where she plans parties and on purpose not inviting one person to hurt their feelings rather than going and confronting her and saying Here's oh. the deal. i'm mad at you for whatever reason let's talk about it and i need some space from you doing a mature thing it's very oh mature. that was totally junior high i thought mm -hmm. oh my god that's capital view junior high school okay <laughs> that that's the junior high i went to Capital View Junior High School. Capital View Junior High, only for ninth grade. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, that is so junior high. It's and ridiculous. poor Kristen. I felt bad for Kristen. I I'm sorry. I did too, and I think she's trying to handle it the best she can. Now, having Carter around constantly is not helping her storyline and not helping her. But if these girls were really her friend, they would stand by and be there for her. Because like I said, I just got done watching the top 10 moments in Sex in the City. And Miranda and Carrie, Samantha and Charlotte didn't always agree with who they dated. But they were there for each other. They were a damn family. And I just don't. These witches yeah. and Miho are no family. Okay? Because they're ready they to. They are no family. Because if you no. remember back in the day, they're always it was like a Katie and Stassi um, little click within the click. And then Katie was kind of Stassi's lapdog. And then Katie stuck up for herself. And then she had talked to Stassi for years. Then she was friends with Sheena. They're just kind of hot messes and they're still hot messes. 
And Katie, yeah, get something to do. You're not happy. I don't care what you say about body positivity. You're not happy. You're I know. Not positive about yourself. I understand that because I see in her some of the things I feel about myself, you know, of me not being fully happy where I'm at currently with the way I look or my body and not taking care of myself the way I should. So if she would just admit that instead of like, pushing this false narrative that she's so happy with herself. I, I think know there's something oh. to work with then, you know, and just really the idea of being, you know, in your home, mm -hmm. not being able to go out. I mean, I can't stop chewing. Does my face look thinner because I've been doing a lot of chewing. Um, that's <laughs> all we've been doing is eating. Paul goes, what else we got? Well, you know, what thing. else? Me and oh. we talking about that. You know, I think right now alcohol sales, they said, are through the roof. I'm sure like cigarette sales, things like that. Uh, I think in, in Denver, they tried to say that uh, weed stores weren't essential businesses and people freaked out. So it's just we're all coping somehow. I tend to be coping with food and treats. And um, so I don't think it's anything that any of us should. I mean, it's something you should definitely be aware of if you're, you know, eating too much or drinking too much or whatever, but it's such an anxious time for everyone. We don't know what's going to happen. That's just it. I, that's just it. And, you know, um, you know, faith comes in, a lot of things come into this. Um, I, you know, certainly pray for my friends and family, family first. Anyway, no, but um, certainly uh, I think people that weren't praying before maybe, or just talking to God, whatever you want to call it or whatever you perceive God to be. Um, I think you're seeing a lot more people get a little bit more religion here. I know I did with that last earthquake that you felt. <laughs> you got more religious I, with that. <laughs> I got I got very religious. Oh Nana. That's okay. Oh that We're, just oh is there any more aftershocks that you're not telling I me about? I haven't felt anything. And a lot of times the aftershocks are so small you can't feel them. Again I'm not an expert on this. I've only lived in California a little over six years. Um, uh, but yeah, um, I think they should just keep the, let people have the weed, let, you know, you, what we're, we're going to get through this, but definitely, uh, speaking of Vanderpump, there's no way on like Nana's bringing up in God's green earth that Katie is happy. There is no, no. way this woman is not no. happy. She's not happy. And you know, and I don't want to throw it all on weight, but that, you know, that's, us women, that's what we do to ourselves. And maybe men. I don't know. I've never been a man yet. Not dead yet. Um, <laughs> but but Katie, you know, if she would drop some weight, seriously, especially being around those other people. I don't even think it's I like think, the way. I think it's more the health aspect of it. And I think Katie just isn't uh, presenting herself as someone who is emotionally or physically healthy at this point. Because I think a lot of the women on the show are ridiculously small and the means they do it, like how they get there isn't the healthiest way. Stasia has admitted before to not eating very much and also Adderall. And so, uh, you know, and we've, all, you know, a question a lot okay. of people with cocaine. So I don't think size really matters. I just think you look at her and you just don't see a healthy individual. No. There's no shine. There's no sparkle. There isn't something that we once saw from her. So it's sad, but it's also like wake up girl and quit bringing other people down with you. I know the last time I saw her happy was her wedding and that was iffy. Yeah, so, that was iffy. That was iffy. That sure. was that was iffy. So I don't know. I just yeah, Katie, you gotta get your act together there. That's really sad. And the idea of Stasi, you know, Stasi, I I love you, but you know, 
when did you become such good friends with Kristen, who screwed Jax while you were going with them? I didn't, I didn't understand why she's even friends with Kristen. I don't think Stassi would be friends with Kristen if Kristen didn't come along as a package deal with the rest of them and the show. Uh, and I think once Stassi had a falling out with everyone and moved to New York and was trying to do right. this thing with Man Bun, then she came back. I think Stassi came back with her tail between her legs and she was trying to find her way to fit in. So I think at this point, my theory is Stassi's thrilled that Kristen's on the way out because then she doesn't have to deal with her ass anymore. Oh, okay. So. Okay, that makes more sense. That makes much more sense. That makes, now, speaking of people who need to get their shit together, need to grow up, Lala, what the freak. Last episode, she was all over Raquel again about James. The only thing I can think is that you secretly are in love with James. You feel competitive towards Raquel because why the F are you so invested in this dude's future? You weren't that good of friends. You know, it's not like you went no, I, way back. I, I don't understand. And he's a little man. Remember we walked by him at the Grove? Well, he's tall, but he's tiny. He's skinny. So skinny. He's just skinny. Oh, my God. Never, never go out with someone that that. Oh, I'd break weigh. him. Uh, I said this yesterday about someone, or the, a couple days ago I was on doing a live with my friend Miranda, Honestly Honaker. Shout out to you on YouTube. And um, we were doing a live, and she was talking about someone else who covers uh, Big Brother stuff. And I said, oh, he's small. I was like, I would break him emotionally and physically. Like, I would break him. <laughs> I just I just couldn't have it. Next time, I just couldn't be with someone like that. Oh, shout out to Kels. Thank you so much. Kels Eliz just gave us a $10 super chat. That is so sweet. Wow. Uh, Kels oh, said, thank you. said, thank you, Nana and Jolene, for always lifting up uh up on spirits, especially during this difficult time. Oh, you are so welcome. We love you. Thank you so much. That that is so nice, and it is it is a difficult time for everyone. It is. I'm having a hard time just not seeing grandkids. Oh, I bet. Knowing Man. full well that you know they have wonderful parents and they're being well taken care of. I just I called over yesterday just to see how they were, and um, your brother Bill says our my son says um, Frankie, you want to talk to Nana? He goes, no, I want a treat. So <laughs> I'm, I'm not being as missed as I think I am. And he goes, are you sure you don't want to talk to Nana? I want a treat. So, you know, at going on three, I get it. You know, I've sat on that couch many a day looking at Paul going, I want a treat. Yeah, everyone's feeling that way. I think like we've talked about throughout this episode and in and, and our past episodes is just, you know, the thing with what's going on right now in the world is there's so much uncertainty around it and uncertainty in that breeds, um, you know, anxiety. And it's, it's a rough time for everyone. And, um, you know, yes, even, even yes. when you're not sick, we, you know, we think, oh, you know, now there's asymptomatic and there's all these things and you don't want to go, you know, and also being in the house, you know, there's a lot of, um, things that are going like domestic violence is on the rise. Like a lot of scary, it's just, it's a scary, uncertain time. And I just, I feel for the world right now. And I really, like I was talking to Chell the other day, it's like, this isn't, uh, a pan this is a pandemic. This doesn't have borders. This isn't about what America can do. This is the world. You know, we have to all get well or none of us will be well and that we don't have a vaccine yet. And there's just all this uncertainty, I think, that just builds up our anxiety and our fear. And I've had a few days where I feel very lucky. I feel so lucky that I could get out of LA, come to Palm Springs, have a little bit of space uh, to breathe. The 
I feel so grateful and that's a privilege. It's a huge privilege to have a great mother-in-law who allows us to use, you know, her home like this because I, so many people don't have that. Like just people don't realize that just social distancing is a privilege. It really is because there are some people who you're on top of each other. You can't distance, you know? So just having, so it's like every day, like being grateful for those little things. But sometimes I have moments where I, you know, like I had an emotional day today. Like I said, I was crying to the sex in the city stuff. I found out, you know, you, I'd always check the numbers and all that of what's going on with COVID-19, the coronavirus. And then I found out, you know, certain businesses in LA, uh, were, you know, closing like one of my favorite little restaurant swingers closing for good, like little things like, like that. And just looking outside going, I, I watched the, um, season finale to, uh, you know, big brother Canada, you know, mama, I was covering that a show they had to end production early due to COVID-19 and I'm watching and I was thinking, you know, these people are crying. Oh, my dream on big brothers over. And I'm like, dude, there's a pandemic calm down. But then as the episode went on, I started thinking, yeah, I, I didn't think I would be emotional, but they played this Billy Ellish song. And then I was just uh, a puddle, um, looking outside, watching the show and just thinking like, there will be a new normal. Nothing will be the same after this. This is a big event in history. No, that's uh, so very many true. People's lives have been affected on a uh, tremendous scale. And no matter what the PTSD or whatever is going to linger within people who were just waiting for what to do next and just like wanting leadership and wanting so much. And now, you know, they're reporting that everyone should be wearing a mask when they go out. Um, and it's just, it's a lot to take in for all of us, I think, because you forget it really, how yeah, lucky it really is. we were. Like, I didn't think about stuff. I never thought I would live and, and experience a pandemic. It never crossed my mind. That's how lucky I was. That's how, you know, uh, no, I never, never. Well, yes, we never thought about this. Mm -mm. We just, well, we just didn't. And it is, it is, it's a really tough time for people. It is. And that's why, you know, I just want to keep going, keep some normalcy. I try to, you know, um, like I want to keep doing videos on my channel. I want to keep making people laugh because that's the only thing I know how to do. I know how to stay inside. I have had anxiety my whole life and I stopped drinking years ago. And so I know how to stay inside. And I know that I enjoy making people laugh and making them smile and making them happy. And I enjoy doing this with you. So if this can at all bring us together, like it is now, I, that's all we can do. You know, I mean, I, I wish I had a great, I wish I could be like a true hero, like the men and women out there in the healthcare field and the essential workers and stuff. But this is what me and Nana can do. We can watch our favorite shows and talk bullshit and talk about raw dog and all laugh and stuff. But it's okay too to like feel scared and feel anxious. Those are totally normal emotions. So if anyone out there is feeling that way, like. Oh my gosh, yes. You are fine. Like allow yourself. I'm no expert in any of this, but allow yourself to feel those things and not suppress them. Cause I know I was trying to suppress my feelings yesterday. It was Chell's birthday with some pizza and some, um, banana cream pie tarts. I was just eating till I was sick. <laughs> where, where did, I, where did you, you posted it on Facebook. Where'd you get those pie tarts? They looked fabulous. There is a place here that, um, cause we haven't like left at all. We got our groceries and I said, I was going right. to a cake and that was the whole I went to Target two weeks ago, didn't find a pot or pan, not a pot. 
Um, so we called Sherman's, which is a deli, and they literally have you pull up curbside. Like everything is so masks, gloves, don't come inside this, but you know, it's just, it's so clinical now and it has to be, but it's a very surreal world. So we ordered from there. Um, and then you get that home, you take everything out, you throw the packaging away, you wash, 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 you wash anything that the packaging has touched. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of things to think about. It is. And then we it just, just is. Yeah. And then we just had our pizza and then we had our little treats and we sat outside uh, in the little yard area. There's a little courtyard area. And that's what we did. So. And I think people have to kind of come to the realization it's time to simplify, kids. You can't take all this crap with you, you know? If, yeah. And it's just time to simplify your life. Mm-hmm. And. You know, we can do it. All of a sudden, I had in checking, I have a little bit of money because I'm not out at Kohl's. I'm not out at Target. I'm not out buying things that I truly, truly don't need. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah. You're right, Nana. Shout out to Bonnie, Bonnie Lofgren, giving us $2.99 in the chat. We love you, Bonnie. Thank you so much. Hi, Bonnie. Much. Oh, yes. Bonnie, I talked to your brother today and your sister in law. So, it's been a good day. People are missing Papa's dancing. We'll have to tell him. They miss us uh, pimping. Oh, we have to pimp him out some more. We do. That sounds great. That just sounds great. He's such a fun guy. And I love what he does his concerts and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then we're always online because he'll say, that was, you know, the Rascals did that. I go, the Rascals didn't do that. Let me look it up. You know, blah, 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 blah. So that's what we do back and forth. It passes the day. It passes the time. <laughs> that's fun. I like that you guys have that little um, thing that you do. That's one of your things you've done since I was a kid is have concerts and play music. Because that's one thing I've noticed through this whole thing, too, is just playing music, playing my crazy reality shows that I like that are so silly. I actually watched the Kardashians last night and they were physically fighting each other, which blew my mind. Um, but I did watch oh. it. I also started watching my 600 pound life. I mean, I am just heading down the trash reality TV, but you know what? It's okay. It's feeding my soul right now. And also music. I put on Garth Brooks, the hits. I know you're not a country person. I'm not uh, super, you country. know, I'm, I'm not, but you know, as country oh. as I got was like, Oh, let's see. I was going to say, Jesus Christ. I was going to say, sorry. I was going to say Glenn Miller. I meant Roger Miller. Who's um, Glenn Miller? Oh, honey, he's a big band. <laughs> a big band era, yeah. like in the 30s and 40s. I thought he it was, was like a friend orchestra. of yours. <laughs> no, orchestra, orchestra leader. Oh, my gosh. All right. But Roger Miller. Oh, Roger um, Miller's the best. Ken- yeah, and Kenny Rogers, you know, yeah. and he right, started Kenny. out a little more rocky and yeah. more rock. And then, yeah. Lady Di but, loves yeah. Glenn Miller Band. Who does? Lady Di. Oh, good, good. Because that is wonderful music. And my mom and dad would play that. My dad liked it, I think, probably more than my mom. Because by the time that mom, I was going to say, by the time my mom grew up, by the time I grew up, (laughs) I was liking her Johnny Mathis things. And she was liking my John Lennon Imagine album. Is that funny? Isn't that funny? Because by the time I was getting a little older, I was liking your, well, I always liked your Motown and Supremes, and you were liking my Jeremy Jordan. It's the right kind of love, it's the right kind of night, you're the right kind of girl, ooh, ooh. Remember that? It was on 90210, and Nana went crazy for Jer- Jeremy Jeremy Jordan. And I loved, me bad. <laughs> and, color, and color me bad. 
Oh, when they were holed up into that motel and Donna, oh, Donna got, Donna, uh, Kelly got to meet him. Donna got locked out of the hotel. Yeah, that was a good episode. That was a good Now back to the Vanderpump Rules episode. Okay, so do you think, oh, yeah. do you think <laughs> Lala is in love with um, James? Like what's going on? I think Lala is like not that happy with Randall. As much as she oh, says. Um, no, Lala likes Randall's money. Of course. Randall just seems like one of those old guys. And right? he's not old, but older than these guys. Mm-hmm. That That is down by the St. Croix River, <laughs> hanging on the boats with, with the gold <laughs> chains. Sorry. That's how I see yeah, Randall. Yeah, the younger kids. Even Randall hanging out. He's, he's just like, I got... And everyone kisses his ass because he has the most money and arguably is the yeah. most successful, you know, because he's around powerful people with his money on films. And so everyone kind of kisses his ass. So when he says, oh, I have this prank. It's going to be epic. And you're just like, mm, Rand, calm down. Everyone's like, yeah, Randall, you're the best. And really, it's like, you know, that's the kid that no yeah. one would play with. But that kid's mom paid those kids to play with him. That's, That's right. That's Randall. Isn't isn't that true? Go it's on so now. Don't true. be don't be mean to Stuart. That's what I used to hear about a neighborhood kid. But anyway, um, but it's so weird that Lala just continually wants to bully Raquel. No. I was so proud of Raquel this episode. I feel like she really stood her ground, stood up for herself. The fact that Lala's like, you're, I mean, Lala, Lauren from Utah, I cannot emphasize this enough. You are not a gangster. No one is afraid of you. No one's afraid of you. Uh, if maybe your like lip injections or fillers have some kind of poisonous venom you can shoot out at people during a fight, maybe. But girl, what if I said this last episode and I'll say it again, if I was Raquel, I'd stand there like the tall, proud beauty queen model I was and go do something. Because until you call out a bully and see what right. you're at, she'd be like, you don't want me to. No, I want you to. I want you to show me Bring what it you on. do. Because Bring I'm it not on. afraid of you. I hate a bully. And I also hate a bully who's pretending to get sober because that is not the way. She is in a 12-step program. No 12-step program would advise her to be that overly involved in someone else's sobriety this no. early in her sobriety. And also not at all. talk not to at all. anyone like that. You sound like a freaking asshole. Yeah, she really does. Um, you don't know your place. Isn't that what she said to What's her? her? Or place? know your place? I wanted Dorinda her oh. to be like, at least I didn't lay on my back for a pair of shoes. Like, Dorinda just, uh, last night, uh, Real Housewives of New York, she went at Tinsley for a, I don't know what Dorinda's deal is, probably drinking, and I do love Dorinda. But I feel like she should have saved that for a Lala. Um because Lala, your place, your place was you found a dude with money who will buy a woman. Yeah. Like that's what you found. And when you get old and gray, and it happens to all of us, and things start to sing, mm-hmm. and you, you're gonna have nobody in your corner. Nobody. Nobody. And shout out to Tammy. Tammy just gave us a four ninety nine super chat. Thank you so. Oh, much. thank you, Tammy. Tammy. Thank Tammy you very much. Actually, had messaged me on Instagram uh, or on. On on Messenger, I'm sorry, I always say Instagram because I'm just constantly on Instagram, but on Facebook Messenger to see if I was okay when the... Um, uh, that was very nice. Tonight. So thank you, Tammy. Much love. And you, I think Shady Booty's right. Maybe um, Raquel is prettier. Maybe that's why Lala hates her. I think Lala is, you know, she's falling into this now 
Um, the girl you bullied that you were like, you Bambi eyed bitch, da, 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 da. Um, now she's starting to stick up for herself. She's got a job at the place you thought she'd never get a job at. Yeah. She's become, uh, an equal to you. You didn't think she was an equal to you. And so now you're pissed and now yeah. you hate on her. And I love how Raquel was just like, yes, you're a golden, not a golden retriever because golden retrievers are likable, but she's like, yes, you're a Rottweiler. She's like, I'm a pit bull. You're not a pit bull, Lala. Lala, you no. are. Lala is the definition, first of all, of cultural appropriation. She's like ridiculous. Uh, get, I am. Get yeah. your own thing. Get your own thing. Get your own thing. Get your own thing. No, 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 no time for Lala. And what did you say about her shoes? She laid on her back for a pair of shoes. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, what is makes you so impressive that... So you got a Range Rover because you S'd a D, bro. So... Oh, my God. That does that makes you know better. Raquel went to school, got a degree, came out. Yeah, she's dating a guy that she probably shouldn't date, but at least she's, like, trying to help yeah. him. Where you're just like, Rand's got the PJ, PJ's on the PJ, S&Ds and stuff, and... Just grow up. Just grow up. And I know you're grow up. I know I you mean, lost your dad and I feel for you. I do. But you cannot be treating people like this. You got to look inside you, go through your 12 steps. Look, because you like to talk about it, even though you're not supposed to talk about it. You know, go and do your thing and leave everybody else right. alone. Okay. You're supposed to have some kind of that's, empathy. You have no empathy for Raquel. Instead, instead you want to I embarrass know. her with old like, clout chaser it. Logan, who's like, oh, I asked James D. So? Like, so maybe Raquel doesn't care, <laughs> but she doesn't need you. You're not friends of her. So why would she believe you? Why would she believe I you? Know. Well, and she tried to be friends with her mm-hmm. and what a fake move that was. Right? Yeah. That was just mean. That was just mean. You could see that coming. I just find um, Lala so disingenuous. I'm so disappointed at how she's evolved um, as a, I don't want to say character, but as a person on this show, it's just, it's just horrible. It's, I just, I find people like this who are trying to humiliate someone they deem weaker than them. You know, you always want to punch up. You don't want to punch down. And she thinks she's better than Raquel. And that's why I was so proud of Raquel for just standing her ground. But I would love to see Raquel up in Lala's face and go, do something because though you do that she'll do nothing she'll do nothing she might scratch you with one of her fake ass nails that's about it like nothing then she's got a felony on her so you win both ways and why didn't and there you go Mm -hmm. and exactly and so and during this katie's party wine and cheese whatever why didn't anybody talk to raquel i mean as far as Standing by her going, Lala, knock it off. Why didn't anybody call Lala out? Exactly. Lala needs to be called out. Stasi did in a, you know, when she was interviewed or whatever in her little diary session, you know, when she was like, ah, Lala's my girl, but she's got, doesn't have a leg to stand on. No, she doesn't have a, a freaking injected lip to stand on. Like she does. No. She's, no, she's deflated. She, you look pathetic going after this young woman who's on the up and up. And now you're on the down and down because all you got is your rand. And that's it. That's yeah, it, girl, it's over after that. That's that. It's you, just that's, yeah. There's no. Plateau. I mean, there's no. There's no storyline there. Bye, Lala. There, exactly. And take and take James with you, so Raquel can have a good life. Yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah, it just it's inf- it's infuriating to see Lala become this disgusting bully. Uh, to this young woman who just is like, hey, all I want you to do is respect me and treat me as an equal. And she's like, you need to learn your place. And you saw Ariana's face. Ariana's like, 
your place. I was hoping Ariana would stand up, or even Sheena. I mean, somebody, come somebody on, somebody, stand up. But you know what? I think the new girls, as time goes on, because you heard Charlie, little Charlie, who's never had pasta. I don't know. I'm liking these new girls more and more now that the old girls are just shit in the bed on this show. Um, when Charlie was like, maybe she's still in love with her. Why else would you be so invested? Why are you so invested in James? sobriety wish him the best say if we uh, you know invite him to a meeting if he doesn't want to go keep it moving he's not your boyfriend you got rand you now are going to have stepdaughters you have a lot on your plate he's not you know what you can tell i mean his his heart doesn't seem to be in the sobriety no he's, he's not doing it yet. for so, so, yeah. some of the wrong reasons like he's mm -hmm. trying to make lisa proud of him no you don't do it you do it for yourself yeah you can't worry about Numero it. Numero uno, you have to, to know that that's the right way for you. Yeah. That's all you have to do. And then worry about who cares about how you're acting or whatever. Mm -hmm. Just think about, you know, you got to get really kind of selfish mm -hmm. in sobriety and not worry about other people. Yeah, you just really do. self-inventory, you know, and you're figuring your stuff out. And you yeah. just, don't go around and think you're better than people because you quit drinking. That doesn't make you No. I think that Lala might be a dry drunk or something. I don't know. Something's going on yeah. with this chick. Yeah, something's, something's not. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nope. She's looking too longingly at the wine and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I, you know, she does. She's got that look like they're all pouring and she's going. Yeah. Mm. That's why I think these you know, newer girls are going to, um, hopefully maybe, maybe going forward, they'll have Raquel's back because, uh, you notice how Stassi and Katie weren't chiming in like, yeah, Lala, you're right. And then Lala came at Stassi a little bit. was like, stay in your little world. You know, she has her little hand going and I don't. You're just, you're not hard. I know you want to be no. from the streets, but you're Lala from the burbs of Utah. You're, I, I, you're Lala I know. from the Had Red no Rock. Time. I don't know. No, no time for Lala. <laughs> Sorry. Who else? Who else pissed us off on this? Oh God, who episode? did piss me off, Nana? Okay, um, let's get down to the um, Katie. Oh, we talked a little bit about the Katie and, and Schwartz. Now. I just Yeah, that was just sad. I just want them to be done. Like I want that if any if a, there was ever a divorce that needed to happen. Oh, do you really think it's that bad? Nana, they're not sleeping together. They're being verbally abusive to each other in front of their friends. They don't know how to communicate with one another. They're basically on two separate planets or islands of marriage. They're not what each other wants. They're faking the funk, and they're not doing anything to fix it. But what's wrong with their marriage? <laughs> <laughs> they're Sorry. miserable, like Sorry. Ivy's saying in the chat. They're miserable. And Sean yeah. is saying, the show proves money doesn't buy happiness. They're all better buddies. They really are. And anyone who comes that is up, sad. the newer, next, fresh, that's the thing about LA. It'll kind of breed this negativity, this bitterness, this comparison is the thief of joy where you are, you know, LA gives a lot of worth to the new shiny toy, the, the youth. Sure. And all that is very fleeting. And if you don't find something more, something more substantial in your life, 
um, you're going to be very lost in that shuffle. You, there has to be more to you than just your youth, your beauty, because all that shit fades and you have to find your own worth. And a lot of these people haven't been able to find their own worth. So they just spend the rest of their lives, you know, tearing down other people. And that's sad. That is, it's very sad. And and I, it's very sad to watch. I know. And I just want to um, watch Danica be the new, like, badass Stasi. I feel like Danica's going to. And we saw a little bit of Max. And speaking of Max, we saw Brett and Sheena be on Brett's YouTube channel. Wasn't that horrible? It's horrible that Brett gets to have half a million subscribers while I'm trying to get to 7K, okay? Because what does no. he have but abs? That's what's horrible. And he thinks she's middle-aged when she's 34. Brett, do you, are most women dying at 68, you idiot? Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I when, when he called her middle-aged, I thought, are you out of your mind? Um, and you see Sheena's I, face? She still doesn't get that this dude does not want to bang you. He wants to use no. you so that it's like, yeah, you're the girl I can call when I F other girls. Those were his exact words. First of all, why would yes. you in your yes. early 30s be calling your friends to talk about who you just effed? Grow up. Because they're toilet papering houses. They sure are going to talk <laughs> about their sexual conquest. <laughs> And then he's like this middle-aged woman and is she a fuck girl and all this stuff. It's like he just invited her on. I felt kind of bad for Sheena, even though I know Sheena's clueless and, you know, she allows herself to be in these situations and she's jealous and weird. Um, it's, it was just <laughs> insulting. And I know it was insulting and I know it's the old school in me mm-hmm. where she's saying, Oh, are you, you know, he says, are you a fuck girl? And, and, um, I just, I don't know. I thought women should just put themselves on a better platform than just being that. Oh, yeah. Well, she said she's not. She's I'm like, sorry. What's I, wrong I, with I know, me I'm wanting old. to go get laid? But she I, does talk about it a lot. And I feel like that's a way, she thinks that's a way of flirting with other guys to be like, four times. We did it four times. You, what is so wrong inside Stop of you it. that you have to go and get validation uh, of your sex life through some YouTube idiot who like, I know that just broke my heart though. I'm thinking, Oh my God, you know, well, I just think, you know, and I'm not saying it's good for the boys and not good for the girls, but Nana, you really shame and you slut shaming Nana. <laughs> a slut is a slut is a slut. I don't care. Boy or girl. I learned that in Capital of You Junior High, too. So anyway. <laughs> you know, I just think Sheena, you know, she's she's got a Ramona complex. Sheena's going to be ending up like Ramona where uh, we just saw Ramona on last night's episode crying, going, I want a partner. But she was just running the streets being like, I love just – Ramona wouldn't say she was having sex with these dudes, but mm, let's be real. Um, but Sheena is pretending she doesn't want companionship when she does. There are people – who are totally fine with just like, I don't want to be tied down. I just want like get my rocks off. Yeah. How are you? Sheena's not one of those people. Sheena is that girl that's been planning her wedding, which we saw live on television with a crop top. Uh, oh, so <laughs> she was bad. Bridezilla and annoying. Sheena wants to be married. Sheena's always talking about freezing her eggs. Sheena's pretending to be this cool girl. Like, no, I'm totally cool. I'm totally your friend. It's not a big deal. Like, I love you. No, it's fine. Like, I'm just like a friend, but like maybe more. No, of course, not more. <laughs> but like, we never know. Okay, no. Okay, it's fine. She just. She it was it. horrible. It was a horrible exchange. 
I just wanted to go get through the TV and slap her upside the head going, are you getting this? I know. No. Um, it's like, you're yeah, 34. So, you're not middle-aged, but you're also Oh, my God, 18. no. Right. Come on. There was a time and a place. And, you know, wait till they get in their 60s and then you're just... As your sex drive changes, you know, it just does. <laughs> well, I'm so happy to hear that, Nana. Because well, you know, I didn't oh, believe it either. I, I, had, <laughs> I had older girlfriends that told me that, and I said, "Oh, I don't think that's going to happen to me." But it just does. So it's God's do when they're in their sixties. They're going to sleep on different floors. It works for some of us. <laughs> anyway. So overall, Nana, what would you rate um, this prank war episode of Vanderpump Rules? One out of seven housewives, seven being a perfect episode, one being the worst Vanderpump Rules episode you've ever seen. Three. Wow. With a three. I mean, it's it's wasting of the toilet paper. It's just a lot of things. It's Katie... You know, just, oh, I don't know. Miserable it's Schwartz. Miserable. miserable, Katie. Miserable, miserable. It's no one standing up for, for um, oh, who am I trying to say? Not uh, Raquel. Uh, Ra Raquel. No one standing up for, I don't know. I just, yeah. three. You guys are losing me. Yeah, I'll give it a four. You're losing me. I'll give it me. a four because I did, the, the, the end was cringe, but I also had been waiting to see the Schwartz-Katie fight because I'm like, what made him say, that's why, why I'm not attracted to you. That's why I haven't had sex in two months. That, you know, it was just. Oh, I know. I mean, you know, when you get, yeah, you get to this age and, you know, sometimes, sure, I'm sure it would be very nice, but you get to the point in your life where, you know, first of all, you're dating and you're running around trying to find a place to do it. Then in my day and age, you had to get married, you know, get married so you can get a place and blah, blah, blah. And then you have kids and you still can't. You try to, but then the kids are always there. God, so by the time cock blocks. Oh, kids. So, <laughs> cock so, by, <laughs> so by the time you get in your 60s, you have the time. You have, the drive is kind of gone. It kind of goes by the wayside. So it never always, not everything comes together at once. All I'm saying is if you can find Nana's somebody to have a. Nana's not having sex. That's what Nana's saying. <laughs> no, if you could have uh, someone that you can have concerts with, it's a lot better than sex. So anyway, I'm just saying. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. That's what Katie and Schwartz are going to have to realize that, I mean, if this is already dwindling now, I mean, go get some help. Oh. Be done with it. Be done with it or go get some damn help. Get to counseling. Mm -hmm. Put put a lot of the liquor aside. Don't oh, get so, you know, but, but I understand that because my idea of drinking was to get drunk. Yeah. And that's why you drink. So to have two, I don't think so. Oh, so anyway. So you give it a... You said uh, two? Three? I gave it a three. Okay. So a lot of people in the chat were giving out, I think. Uh, I think Fonda gave it a zero. I think Shonda, I think, <gasps> gave it a two. So, yeah. But uh, but a thousand for Nana's crown. <laughs> oh, you guys, thank you. I thought this was cool. I was going through stuff. I thought, okay, I got to keep my hands busy instead of being in the refrigerator. And so I was going through my little craft box, if you will. Oh, and I Nana's found this. And again, that's always scary. One time she made a <laughs> lamp with buttons on it. She just found random buttons, you guys. And she glued the buttons to the lamp 
no rhyme or reason, no pattern, no nothing. And I came home and I go, what the frick is wrong with the lamp? And she goes, I crafted. And I said, no, no. You said, you came behind me and said, crafts aren't for everyone. That hurt my feelings. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Nerdtainment. Sarah's in the chat. My good friend Sarah, I'm going to be on her channel tomorrow, Nana, playing a game at noon to your time. You should join and watch us. It's going to be a fun one. And and that's Sarah? Yeah. Sarah and we love that name. What I needed. And yeah, Sarah's asking oh. if there was a earthquake. There was a big one out here, a 4.6, Sarah. And I was live, so you'll have to watch the beginning of this. I'm going to oh, that just it to see. Oh, so I had so much fun with you, Nana, and this was just an all-over-the-place fun Nana Jolene podcast with tangents and references and raw. We, Nana learned what raw dogging is. Yeah, but it, it had something to do with the wiener, so I wasn't too far off with Dennis. Yep, you weren't, and I'm sure Dennis is out there, raw, hot dog Dennis from Real Housewives of Atlanta is out there raw dogging when he shouldn't be, and he's going to bring some of that uh, Capone syphilis and gonorrhea back. I hope he does. There you go. It all comes around, and we call that what, Nana? A callback. Car- <laughs> oh, a callback or karma. But we would say WDH, who do him? But anyway. <laughs> Is that your new acronym? WDH. Yep. WDH, who do him? All right. You guys have been so wonderful. Thank you for everyone who joined us in the chat. Thank you for all the super chats tonight. We feel so special. That was and blessed that was to wonderful. chat with all of you guys on a fun Friday night. We lived through an earthquake. We got to experience it live. I can't wait to go replay this. Thank you to everyone listening later on iTunes. I got right finally, Nana. I got on my grind, back on my grind, and putting our episodes up on iTunes. I fell behind, you know. And Oh, that's all right. Slacker and some I of our wonderful listeners were commenting like where are you guys and i apologize thank you for uh, sticking with us if you're not already subscribe and rate and review on itunes make sure you like this video comment after it hits nana your hair looks adorable with your crown you look so cute honey i'm telling you it's it's getting really long now wait till you see me in my new page boy watch out what's a page boy oh i knew you're gonna say that it's kind of like what patty duke had only page boys I think went like this, or that was the arrow cut, but page boy goes like this, and then you have the cute little oh, it's tight a curl. Oh, hairstyle. Oh, when your hair oh, flips yeah. up, the hair flip. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, we're always learning. I teach Nana about raw dogging, and she teaches me about page boy haircuts. Page boy haircuts, but my favorite was the arrow cut. Then you kind of cut it shorter up here, and then it brings, you come down well, like people this. People still do that. I, I know. a little they, bit of that going on. They... You did. That was very cute. They have, um, but it used to be called the arrow cut back in the 60s. And we love the 60s. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad you're fine with this. Sorry, Nan. I didn't, Nan had a heart attack. I apologize. I didn't mean to scare you. It just was literally shaking the whole house. I'm like, I, this is an earthquake. Oh, my God. I mean, I just was, I thought, is this part of the shtick? What's going on? What, <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? What do you mean you're having an earthquake? Well, we love all of you guys for joining. Thank you for brightening our nights. Hope everyone stays safe. Well, stay home. We love you. We care about you. And um, Nana, as always, I love you. And I feel so lucky to be able to do this with you. And yeah. I I love you too. And thank you, Chell, for setting it all up for us. Because all I have to do is 
put some lip rouge on and sit here and talk. We just have to and sit you here guys and shade these MFers because we are all really under pump kids. <laughs> That's right. Don't W-D-H. worry, WDH. WDH was it? Who do him? Who do him? I miss your old acronym. Nana used to have SMA, suck my ass. That was suck my ass. That used to that was a big one. It never caught on. I wonder why I'm so sassy. I don't know where I got it. I don't know where I got your father. Your father's sassy. Your grandma your grandma, my mom was very sassy. She was fun. All right, Nan, I know it's late for you. Get All right, some I sleep. love you. Um, I'll be back again, you guys. You can check me out tomorrow on Nerdtainment. Make sure you're subbed. Hey. And then Chell and I are going to be covering tomorrow the Real Housewives of New York. So okay. I'm and then coming I like up, it. Beverly Hills with Nana. So love you guys. Good night, Nana. Love you. Linda, I'm going to call you. Get by your phone. Okay, love you. <laughs> okay, bye, everyone. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Married to Bravo podcast. You did it. You got through it. If you haven't already, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on our social media, Married, the number two, Bravo, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you, Shell. Thank you, Producer Tilly. We'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you, Jolene. You're the best. I love you. Oh, this is going to make me barf. Bye. Bleh.